Hi, everyone, and welcome to this next mini-sode of the Wine Pair Podcast. I'm Joe, your sommelier of reasonably priced wine, and this is my wife and my wine-pairing partner in crime, Carmela. Hello! And we are the Wine Pair. Wow, what an introduction. I, I had like, to do it wow. twice, ladies and gentlemen. Just yeah. so you know, I had to pause. I will edit it out, but I did say it twice. Okay. Yeah. If you're new to the Wine Pair Podcast, these mini-sodes are just shorter versions of the regular podcast that we put on, and we put these on in weeks where maybe we're traveling or just dealing with life or paying taxes or whatever that kind of stuff is. And so instead of tasting and reviewing three wines under $20 that are easy to find, which is what we usually do, in the mini-sodes we focus on things like wine etiquette or wine education or wine tips, right? Uh, yes. Fun stuff. So fun. Right? Yeah. And we try and to make it... we can it... do it in the middle of the day. Exactly. <laughs> because we're not drinking wine and right. getting schnockered. Right. Exactly. That's right. And, and we do try to make these fun and understandable so that regular people like Carmela can understand My them. My God, back to why am I the regular one? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it is a good thing. Because, I, you know, better Decan- to be normal than abnormal. You're right, like me. And Decanter Magazine calls our podcast fun and witty and chatty and entertaining and I think called you normal. I think so. I think they said all those things about you and then said in normal Carmela. She doesn't do any of that weird stuff. Okay. In this mini-sode, Carmela, we're going to give our friends out there in listening land a quick primer. And okay. although it looks like primer, the proper way to pronounce it is primer. Oh, God. Here a quick comes the primer on red blends. Mm. Red blends. Okay. okay. Carmela, when you go to the grocery store or a wine shop, do you ever notice that there are just a lot of wines called red blends? Yes, I do. Now more than ever. And what do you think about that when you see them? Well, I'd like to see what's in the red blend. She's like a genius. Go for it. Keep going. Well, no, I'm just saying that's always interesting to me. Sometimes it's like an exciting blend for me and my taste, but sometimes it's like uh, not getting it. And a lot of times it's just like they don't even tell you. And that's right, what and that's really a dr- weird thing. Then I don't even I actually not interested in a wine that I don't know what the grapes are. I fully agree, but I think a lot of people just don't know what to make of it and like what is a red blend? I don't know, maybe it'll be well, good. And then why do people say, Oh, I really like red blends? Well, this is one of those things, Carmela. So I, you're you're totally leading right into it. Oh okay. this is one of those things like when people say, I like rose. It's like, well, what? Yeah. Like, it just depends on the grapes. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with red blends. It's actually one of the things that drives me crazy about a lot of red blends Watch is out. that they don't tell you what grapes are in the wine. And that's a problem because, after all, it's the grapes that determine what the wine is going to taste like. And right. so if you just see red blend, it doesn't give you any idea about how that wine's going to taste or what you're going to experience. You have to know the grapes. It's just like a rosé or an orange wine or whatever. You got to know like anything. what the grapes are. Are. Yeah. Exactly. So my first rule of thumb is exactly the same as your rule of thumb. And I'm holding up my thumb as right, if right. the you rule is on my can, thumb. Yes, I, I can see it right on there. That's right. But if you don't know what's in the red blend, I would say stay away. Well, because you, you just don't, don't know, know, say no. Say no. Just say no. And my expectation too, and the reason for that is because I feel like if they're not going to tell you, or at least the style of red blend. Mm, they're hiding something. Yeah, they're exactly. Mm. What is it that they're trying not to tell you? Are God. they just trying to tell you that it's a bunch of crappy or Ooh, random red like wine of the barrel, grapes? Like, yeah, that they've just like, well, let's slap that together and call it red bend. Ooh. Red blend. Red bend. Red, red blend. Ben, that would be know. weird. And get, get them on a bender. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Now, there is some things, there are some things to know about red blends in this primer that I think will be helpful. 
there are really two classic red wine blends that originated in France that are sort of the parents of all red blends. Now, this is not totally true. There are other red blends out there, but there are really two fundamental types that I think wine learners, wine people who are trying to learn about wine need to know. Okay. There's the Bordeaux style blends that come from the Bordeaux region of France. And the GSM blend, also known as the Grache Syrah Mouvedre blend, or the Rhone blend, because it comes from the Rhone Valley of France, or it has those three grapes, Grenache, Syrah, and Mouvedre in them. Mm. Okay? okay? So those are the okay. two main types. There's two main types, Bordeaux blends and GSM blends. Okay. So let's start with the Bordeaux blends. Okay. okay. The main wine grapes usually found in a Bordeaux blend will be very common to people. You will be, you may be surprised if you don't already know. Mm-hmm. Cabernet Sauvignon, mm-hmm. Merlot, mm-hmm. and Cabernet Franc. Hey, I think I could have gotten that right. Yeah. And then there are some other ones like Petit, Petit Verdot and Malbec. Mm. And there can even be others. And the exact mix or proportion of the different wines in a Bordeaux blend can vary a ton, mm. but those are kind of the key ones. Okay. Now, most of the time, these wines are blends uh, in Bordeaux. In Bordeaux, I mean specifically, but sometimes there are single varietals. What's interesting is one of the most famous Bordeaux wines is made of only or mostly Merlot, not Cabernet Sauvignon, but oh, Merlot, okay. and like a Chateau Petrus from Pomerol. Hmm. Now, Many of the red wine blends, Carmela, that are made outside of France are based on Bordeaux blends. It's the most common because Cabernet is central or Merlot is central to a Bordeaux blend. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is that Cabernet Sauvignon, which everybody knows and a lot of people love, and we've talked about this, and it's, it's often sold outside of France as its single varietal is most often a blending wine in France. It's pretty uncommon to find or at least would have been traditionally to find just a Cabernet Sauvignon in France. It would have really? been part of a blend. Yeah, mm. because you want to mellow it out. You want to add some things to it to, to give it some flavor. Now, there are some other blends that you may have heard of that are based on Bordeaux blend, but they give them a different name. And this is pretty common. I always found this confusing. And so learning about this actually helped me. Okay. There are blends called Meritage blends. Sometimes you see this. It looks like Heritage, but it's with an M, Meritage, okay. or Claret, or Claret, which is Meritage is an American version of a Bordeaux blend, and a Claret or a Claret is a British name for a Bordeaux blend. Okay. So if you see those, they're basically Bordeaux blends. Okay. So I think that's some valuable information you can just put in your right. pocket. Right. If you see for a Meritage, sure. you can say, oh, that's actually right. a Bordeaux blend from America. Yeah, that's smart. Because they may not tell you the exact grapes, though, but they'll have that written on the bottle. Yeah, and if it's a Bordeaux-style blend, mm-hmm. or so here's a few things. If you see like Cabernet Merlot, so Cabernet Franc, something in there, you know it's a Bordeaux-style blend. Mm-hmm. If it says Meritage or Claret or Bordeaux-style blend, you know that's what it is, okay. right? So mm-hmm. you can kind of make those, you can kind of know a little bit better if you just kind of see that. Yes. And then a Bordeaux-style blend is usually pretty full-bodied. It's, it's a lot like right. a Cabernet and a Merlot. Right. Pretty full-bodied, highly tannic, also fruity, sometimes... Oaky. Yeah, fruity, oaky, mm. and sometimes... Mm-hmm. Sometimes considered very complex, and a lot of times if they're well done, they can age for a long time. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, GSM blends, again, uh, are often called Rhone-style blends, and they are made usually only from these three grapes— Grenache, Syrah, Mouvedre, which again is GSM. Mm-hmm. Um, there can be other types of grapes mixed in in various amounts or proportions, and the but that's pretty rare. And of GSM, the the proportions can vary. Quite, like you may have a Grenache heavy one, you might have a Syrah heavy one. Mm-hmm. There there can be different blendings of a GSM blend. Now sometimes you will see wines 
made outside of Rhone labeled as GSM, but you should know that other wines made from GSM blend in France are some things you may have heard of. A Chateau Neuf de Pop oh, is a right. GSM. Okay. And a Cote de Rhone blend from France uh-huh. is a GSM. And those are quite nice wines. Yeah. And so, and also a Priorat or a Priorat from Spain is also a GSM style blend. Okay. It's just a Spanish huh. name for it. So those are some things you may see. Again, like people are like, oh, I love Chateau Neuf de Pop, which is great. That's a GSM blend. Then you love GSM blends. You love Rhone blends. That's Hmm. really what you're kind of saying. Australia, which is really well known for Syrah, also makes quite a few GSM blends. But do you prefer? Of the two? Of the two blends. You know, I'm not a big fan of either, to be quite honest with you. I know, I know. But that's just personal choice. Mm -hmm. I think um, it's funny, you know, when we were in New York a number of months ago, Kira, our son's uh, girlfriend, works at a restaurant. Oh, right. And it's a French restaurant. And we went... And I ordered a wine, and the wine steward went to her, and she asked, well, what did they order? And it was a Bordeaux blend. And my and Joey's girlfriend, uh, Kira, she said, well, that wasn't my, – my boyfriend's father did not order that. And I was like, <laughs> I did. Because I was very curious. because shocked. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't not, not something you would typically order. No. And here's why. You know, I don't typically love standalone varietals like Cabernet Sauvignon or Merlot, generally. Not, not always. Sometimes I do really like them. And so I have this in my head, like, oh, I'm not going to like that. But actually, Bordeaux blends are really nice mm. because they do. The mixing of the wines brings out some of the great features of, of the grapes and tamps down some of the bad or not bad, but the, the things that, you don't that I don't like as much. Yeah. Right. A GSM blend, you know, I think you like a GSM blend. It's a little, if you like kind of spicier wines, a little more fruit forward, I would say like a more of a punch you in the face with fruit kind of wine. Like those are GSM blends. I think, I think uh, Bordeaux blends are more rich and complex. And I think GSM can be a little bit more aggressive from that like fruit standpoint. Hmm. They tend to be a little lighter bodied uh, and medium and softer tannins than Hmm. a Bordeaux blend. But again, I think it's that fruit forward and spicy, juicy black fruit kind of nature that I like, but I don't, Love it. I tend to find that the style is, I think if you like California wines, you like that style, I think you really like GSM blends. Hmm. And so I'm not, this is not judgment. This is not like they're good or they're bad or whatever. Right. It's just what you prefer. Exactly. Exactly. Um, So again, this is, should be a helpful little primer to help you. The two main blends, mm-hmm. the Rhone style blend, the GSM blend, and the Chateau Neuf de Pop blend, blend, I can almost say it, and the Bordeaux blend, which is a Cabernet Merlot, Cabernet Franc, you know. Yeah, well, just knowing the different types of grapes that go into a blend is such a so difference. helpful. Yes. Yeah. You're just, then you're not like, you know, a shot in the dark trying exactly. to figure out if you're going to like it or somebody that you're giving it to or bringing it somewhere. Right. It's good to know. And and if they say, oh, what's this wine like? You can say, oh, do you like Cabernet or oh, do you like Syrah or do you like... And, they, right. and they'll say, oh, yeah, I like that. And you say, well, then you'll probably really like this blend. Mm. Right? But mm. again... The only way to really know is to taste, mm-hmm. and that, like we say all the time. And that's and, the most fun. Yeah, exactly. And so then you know what kind of blends you start to like. And maybe you like blends from the, that same blend, like a GSM blend. You may really like from France and not like as much from Australia or, or California, or vice versa. You're like, maybe I love Australian versions of the blends, but I don't really like the French versions. Right. Because they're going to be different. Right. So I think that's the way, you know, that's what you need to do. You just got to taste it. And again, when you're looking for wines and you're faced with the red blend, if you don't know what's in it, walk away. But again, like, you know, you're looking at a red wine blend, at least you know, based on either the grapes or what it says on the bottle, 
you have a little bit of an idea of maybe what is it is. Right. And you can have a little bit of sense in if you're going to like it or not. I love it. So that, good enough, yeah. That's really helpful. Good yes. primer? I loved your primer. <laughs> okay. Your primer was primal. Ooh. Oh, that was kind of nice. I like that. You haven't called me primal for a long time. Wow. Okay. I take that back. No. On that note, it's time for us to end this mini-sode. So you can check out our other mini-sodes or our other episodes, our full-length episodes, mm-hmm. where you can learn more stuff. You can do find those on our website or in your favorite podcast service. You can follow us on Instagram at The Wine Pair Podcast. Or you can visit our website at thewinepairpodcast.com. And in any of those places, you can reach out to us. And you can also email us at joe at thewinepairpodcast.com. And uh, we'll have our show notes on the website, so you can you don't have to memorize all the stuff. There's links, there's notes, etc. Right, so right. you can come over to our website and look for this mini sode and find out the information. Perfect. And so we would love it. Yeah, perfect. So we would love it if you'd follow us and subscribe to us and give us a nice rating and review as a free way to support us. And we hope to see you soon. And remember, like we always say, life is short, so stop drinking shitty wine. Yes. <laughs> Bye bye. Primal. That's very primal. Mm, so primal. Wow. And the happy ending at the end of our story. Always think too much.